All right, welcome in right now. Pleased to be joined by Odyssey NFL insider Jason LaConfora, host of the Odyssey original podcast, In the Huddle. That's with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. We welcome Jason in right now. Hello, Jason. How you doing? Hey there. What's going on? Happy Victory Monday. Are we are we are we still running through the streets with uh fiery sticks and stakes? No. To get Canada to get Canada and pick it out of town or that's on hold for a week. No, pick it. People want pick it. It's Canada. Canada gets gotcha. a stay of execution at least for okay. 6 days or so. All right. Um Good news. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know what? Now that the Pittsburgh Steelers are 3 and 6, what do you think uh, from your own vantage? What do you think success is for the Steelers this year? Interesting. Well, I think it really is measured by the quarterback. Like we said before, mm-hmm. what is like we'll go we'll sit and, you know, early 2023 and we'll dissect his December versus his October, you know, and where has he made gains and where, um, you know, where, where, where do things look ascending? What, what still needs work? Um, you know, which pieces around him seem to fit the best, right? And, and what more can they give him? I, I don't want to say results don't matter, and and the scoreboard doesn't matter. I mean, it, it it always does. And in this league, crazy things happen, and very few teams are truly, truly out of it. Um, but this is not a Super Bowl contender right now, and that's, again, a weird thing for people around there to have to come to grips with, especially before Thanksgiving. But, like, that is the reality. So, like, yeah, every game matters, but, like, what do the divisional games look like, right? Because that's the ladder that you're going to be climbing first now um i think we're a little bit away from the steelers contending for you know number one seeds and buys right first it's like well what do we look like compared to our neighbors how do we match up with them um so that's another way that i would sort of gauge uh gauge progress and and then obviously it's not just Pickett; it's the other young players on this team who you think you know can be foundational can be part of a core uh can we get you know, Najee going, and obviously that looked pretty good yesterday, better than it has in a long time. And, you know, which of these pieces on the offensive line are are, are replaceable? And, you know, which do we think are, are part of the solution? Jason, you just touched on Najee Harris a little bit. 20 carries from 99 yards. Can you give me a letter grade on Najee Harris's performance yesterday? And do you think that will be consistent uh, for the rest of the season? Um. You know, I didn't watch the game, you know, closely enough, like every single snap to sit here and, and you know, it was a seven-game window going on. So it'd be hard for me to grade them. But obviously, the run game on the whole um, helped them win a football game, helped them sort of dictate, uh, flex their muscles, right? Uh, dictate a little bit phys- physically, control the clock. I just don't know what to make of the Saints, guys. You know, I, I, I don't. Um, But there's certainly – look, if you're looking at it from a Pittsburgh perspective, that's what you want to do um, against a team like that. And that's what you want to be able to do at home. And that's imperative uh, for your quarterback to have a run game you can lean on a little bit. So, I mean, it's certainly, you know, a B something or higher. Um, And I think that young man, you know, probably needed a little rest and certainly a little boost of confidence. I mean, it's it's not that long ago – that he was the, the franchise savior, right? And he was going to be the guy who helped them transition from Ben to whatever the next quarterback thing was because they were going to get back to sort of the old school, 
Steelers mentality, and we're not going to be leading the league in passing attempts, but we, we might be up there in rushing attempts. So I, I just think it's, it's certainly an, an outing for him to build on. And, you know, it's a cliche, but it's also kind of true. I mean, I don't know. It's colder here in Baltimore than it's been in a while. I mean, obviously we're starting to get into the weather portion of uh, of the schedule. And, you know, traditionally that's when, you know, the Steelers can make their hay and, and they do it with the running game and defense. And they, they both showed up yesterday. Jason, what do you make of the Bills after the last couple of weeks? Whew. I mean – it's a really good roster. It's not a good enough roster to offset Josh Allen defaulting to Wyoming Josh Allen, and that's just what's been going on in critical junctures and games in terms of close and late situations um, and in terms of the money area of the field inside the red zone. You, you, you can't play hero ball down there. You, you can't just think, <coughs> excuse me, well, I can throw a football through a brick wall so so I can get it there. Like it's they don't need that. They they don't like this isn't the team of three years ago where, where you could you know, they maybe they did need that because the defense was still suspect and the offensive line wasn't rebuilt yet and they hadn't traded for Stephon Diggs. But it's like you bro, there's times where you just have to manage the game, not try to win the box score and how quickly can they can they sort of get that back out of him? I mean, I, I don't know. Because um, this seems to me to be much more between his ears than with his elbow or any of the other maladies or ailments that are potentially going on with him. This looks like – I mean, you could see it. Even when he was down face first yesterday, like I, I, I originally didn't think he was hurt. I think he was he was mad at himself. Like you saw him punch himself in his head. I think he was embarrassed. I think he was shocked because I, I, I think he thought he was going to be able to, to, you know, nip this in the bud when we first started seeing it in the second half against the Packers, in which case, you know, they had that game so far won. It didn't matter. But, like, now we're three – it's three games later, and it's more acute than ever. I, I mean, I think it's more – I don't know if there's a sports psychologist he works with regularly or there's somebody – but, like, this seems to be in his head, and I, I don't know how that battle's going to go, Josh Allen against Josh Allen. But they've conceded a lot of ground in that division now, um, and that might be the best division in football. So it, it's going to make the final month of the season, six weeks of the season, more interesting than some would have thought this summer when they're posting Super Bowl odds. Jason, Kirk Cousins can't win the Super Bowl, can he? I don't think so. Um, but I, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Because I, I've been one of the, the the people kind of waiting the longest to come around on the Vikings, and, and I, I guess I have to now. Because... No, you don't. No, you don't. Because <sighs> Gary Anderson's going to march out there at some point. Like they're like the Pirates or Pit Football. Something always happens. Something always happens bad. Well, I don't, look, I'll say this: I don't know that they've turned the corner forever, but when they made this hire, the guy who I compared him to the most was Kevin Stefanski. I, I thought O'Connell and Stefanski were very similar comps, and they were both coming into situations that were a garbage fire before them, and there was going to be a lot of addition by subtraction in that these players were going to accept and buy into and, and embrace the new coaching staff um, almost doubly as much because of how much they hated the old one. And there was going to be a bump from that, and if they got off to a fast start, it could get to be a little bit of a magic carpet ride. Now, that Browns team 
defied the odds, right, went to the playoff. I mean, they haven't built from that, but as a one-year shot in the arm. And remember, Stefanski did it in the COVID year. He didn't get to meet his players until camp, and camp was all screwy. And I mean, so do, do I think that there's a short-term course correction, culture change, whatever you want to call it? Yes. And I'm not shocked by that. Now, I, I thought they'd win that division because I was not a big Green Bay guy, and then I thought they'd get exposed in the playoffs, and that might be how it, how it goes. Um, but there's a little something, you know, there's something going on there. Um, you know, really smart trade for Hawkinson at the deadline. Uh, I, there's some individual players on defense who give you pause. At times, the defense itself collectively um, has been no great shakes. But, like, who's any good? Yes. for five minutes. Like, who, like who, who, who is markedly better? Than the Minnesota Vikings, and and for and for whatever you want to say about Kirk Cousins, and, and he's a compiler, I get it. Just go look at his career passer rating in the history of the NFL. Go to Pro Football Reference, look up all time for every qualified passer in the history of the NFL career passer rating, and then be prepared to crap your pants. Jason Luck, because he's top ten. Pants crapping and all. There's that. Are you in the real quick? T- Ten seconds here. Are you all gassed up for the hot stove action with your O's? Are you Woo! excited? Eighty-three Let's wins go. last year. Rule five draft this year. They're coming to take our players. We don't need anybody else's players. Which of our guys are they going to steal? There Everybody wants to put a piece of the Orioles. There we are, Jason. Next week we will talk. Thank you. Look forward to it. Thank you. Odyssey Wait. NFL Insider Jason Locking Four. That was him. Follow him in the huddle. On the Odyssey app or wherever you subscribe or wherever you get your podcast, just subscribe and check out in the huddle. Uh, coming up next, epic ending, and we're out of here. Yeah, the Steelers beat the Saints yesterday, twenty to ten. They moved to three and six on the season. News out of Morgantown, Athletic Director Shane Lyons has been let go from WVU. For more, go to ninety three seven thefancom Fan headlines powered by Bowser Chevrolet, your Pittsburgh Chevy headquarters.